0: Welcome to the Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsythe.
1: And it is the weekend, and that, of course, means the Advertising Show here with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsythe being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at edh.com. the advertising show, a big radio midgets production. Uh, A great guest today out of uh, Connecticut, actually. He is uh, chairman and chief creative officer of BBDO New York. It is Bill Bruce with us today, and we'll have Bill for uh, a couple of segments, actually three segments. We've got uh, lots more as well. Patrick Meyer, our marketing insider, a little bit later on in the hour. The top ten now brands is what he's talking about today. And Jeffrey Ginnemer asked a great question. Are you a winner or a whiner? I think, uh, I think I know the answer to that when I think of you. You're not a whiner. Who, me? No, you're not a whiner. Oh, Jeffrey. No, Jeffrey's a whiner? Je- well, mm-hmm. Jeffrey is a whiner, actually. He is kind of, right. isn't it? he? Yeah. Anyway, so how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. How about you? Absolutely wonderful.
2: Yeah? Well, it's the weekend, and uh, you know, earlier in the week, uh, I don't know about your wife, Ray, but any beauty pageant on television, I'm kind of <laughs> screwed unless I want to go in the other room because my wife always wants to watch it. No, thank you. And uh I was reading material while she was watching this uh, Miss Teen uh, USA deal earlier in the week and uh did you hear about this? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish you could take it back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wants a do over, but oh, Miss yeah. South Carolina, apparently this uh this uh, well for those that aren't familiar with it, it was a Q and A portion of the pageant. We all I look forward to that part. I actually pay attention. Let's watch these uh Let's see who's smart here, you know. Uh, so it uh, the, was one of these uh, bizarre answers that, that this uh, young lady gave as a yeah. per the, yeah, and so the the uh, little clip went viral, and what was interesting, Ray, was that NBC's Today Show seems to be the catch-all for anyone in the. Uh, in the beauty pageant business that screws up because they had her on. Remember Miss New Jersey uh, several oh, weeks yeah. ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. She apparently had some material on uh, uh, MySpace that uh, she she posted herself that was a little uh, risque, shall we say. Right, right. Anyway, they had her on and, and uh, uh, Matt Lauer and... Uh, Who's the other person? Not not
1: uh not Katie but the other lady. Meredith, no, but Meredith.
2: not Meredith. She was on she was on vacation. I it's the, the news lady that uh Anne I'm talking. Anne yes, Correct. thank you. Or
1: whatever her name is.
2: Anne, Anne. Carrie. Uh so Anne and, and uh they were taking it easy on her. They were like you would think that that they were that she was their daughter the way they were working with her on this. So uh, what was your problem? Well I just got you know nervous. Well
1: she looked like a deer in the in the headlights concept yeah. there. It's like what? Yeah. She would have been so much better just to stop and say, let me start over.
2: Mm-hmm. Let me do this again. Well, and what was interesting is she was coached before she came on today. So she she was she said, hey, I'm human and I made a mistake. Well, there's such things as humans without, you know,
0: better brains, her, I guess. They
2: usually Michael give their Vick. body away when, when they're brain dead. What? I said, better her than Michael Vick. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I made a mistake. Yeah. I killed dogs and, and the dogs <laughs> ate each other.
2: Well, and oh, we'll you know, when, I got to
1: grow up now. Yeah, you probably wait. ought to.
2: <laughs> when the NFL uh, or the Atlanta Falcons rather uh, sues him for his twenty million dollar uh, signing bonus? Yeah, his defense is going to be, I spent it already. <laughs> and he probably has. Probably has. <laughs> Poor guy. Man, I got to tell you, that guy. I feel.
1: I, I really do feel bad for him. That is a. You know, I'd rather be Miss America than Michael Vick. So that's the way it goes.
2: Well, yeah. Anyway. Actually, no. That's sad. It's a sad situation. (laughs) A few weeks ago, we had a a person on, a a doctor Steinberg, as I recall, that we were discussing the risks of aligning yourself with sports celebrities. Exactly. There's there's a good example of it.
1: Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Hey, Nielsen is doing something different. They uh, did it this past week. Uh, They've got, uh, they're closing up a standalone service dedicated specifically to tracking television ratings in Hispanic households. Okay. So, what they're closing Mm -hmm. up shop. Going away, they're taking their tent and going home. Nielsen said it will produce all national Hispanic ratings through the National People Meter panel, the same sample that is used to produce rating for non-Hispanic networks. Mm -hmm. So I don't know whether that, you know, it seems to me that's going to... Give a little bit of a convoluted, uh, uh, you know, response to exactly what they're looking for because the, mm-hmm. these rating services are not exactly uh, uh, that accurate to begin with. Uh, now it says that we're providing ratings from a single national sample for all television networks, regardless of language. Nielsen will t- retire the uh, National Hispanic People Meter Panel. Were you on that panel? No. No. No, okay. I wasn't. Don't know anyone that was, did <laughs> The growth yeah. of Hispanic television in recent years has resulted in uh, from the uh, growing market uh, power of the Hispanic population as a whole. In other words, uh, U.S. Hispanic viewers has risen from 22.2 mil, or 9% of the population of the United States uh, in 92 and 93, to 38.9 million, or 14% of the total population in 05 and 06. So I think it's something that, uh, especially when it comes to Hispanic marketing, I don't see how they can kind of combine everything together Mm -hmm. and get something accurate, but... Hey, who am I, you know? Who are we? Who are we to challenge Nielsen? Uh, Well, we could. We've done that before. Jeffrey Gittimer is up next here on the Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and uh, Brad Forsyth.
3: Quick takes on sales and customer relations with Jeffrey Gittimer, nationally syndicated columnist in the network of city business journals and other great publications worldwide. If you're offended by common sense commentary, don't you dare listen. Now, here's Jeffrey.
4: Are you a winner or are you a whiner? I'm against whining because whiners sound like this. See, if you're a whiner, people are going to avoid you. Whiners are never listened to. Whiners are never respected. And in general, nobody wants to hang around with a whiner. Well, there's an exception, other whiners, because misery loves company. In my first book, The Sales Bible, I put a quote in there that said, You can't be a winner if you're a whiner wiener. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was pretty funny. But over the years, I found out that not only is it funny, it's 100% accurate. Just think for a moment about what you say when something doesn't go your way, or rather, the way you say it. Think for a moment about how you react when you lose a big sale. If any of those reactions or responses contain whining, cut it out, or you'll become a You see, the object of this game is for you to become a winner. Winners don't whine. Winners celebrate.
3: Quick takes on sales and customer relations from The Advertising Show, the only radio show in America featuring Jeffrey Gittimer as a regular weekly guest. To learn more about his books, tapes, CDs, and speaking engagements, log on to Gittimer.com, G-I-T-O-M-E-R.com. And tune in next week when we'll hear Jeffrey say...
4: This is Jeffrey Gittimer reminding you that if no one responds to your ad... It may be because your ad sucks.
1: We've got a great show for you today, as if they all are great. Come on now. Uh, Bill Bruce is our special guest. Bill is chairman and chief creative officer of BBDO New York. He's got a big job there as chairman and uh, chief creative officer. Uh, Bill is responsible for overseeing BBDO New York's uh, creative output for its ever-growing client roster and to drive the agency toward its goal of being the best creative agency in New York and beyond. Say that and believe it. Okay, that's what it says right there. Uh, Bill was best known for his work with Mountain Dew, uh, which he gave uh, a look and an attitude to America's Gen Xers uh, with a couple of commercials. Done that and never did do. Uh, Launched the uh, Do the Dew campaign in 93. What became known as the Been There, Done That spots took uh, on a life of their own, which they really should as they became not just award-winning, but world-renowned and a part of the uh, popular lexicon. Today, Do the Do is the longest-running campaign in the soft drink category and continues to take its trademark irreverence to new heights. Mm -hmm. And he probably even enjoys Mountain Dew, probably Diet Dew or something like that. But we've got Bill on just a few moments away.
2: Unlike uh, unlike, uh, some of our celebrities out there that don't understand that if you're paid to endorse a particular... Soft drink? Yeah. you got to drink that soft drink, especially in public. Now, Bill, he's an ad guy. Yeah. He's going to tell you that he drinks it night and day. He's drinking it right now out of a <laughs> wine glass, probably.
1: Yeah, of a red wine I'm glass. I'm
2: guessing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder how Mountain Dew would go with red wine.
2: Nah. Nah.
1: Nah, it's not going to work
2: anyway. Hey, real quickly, do I yeah, have time, Yeah, Go, go right? for it. Yeah, uh, Captivate Network. We're about to launch a great uh, relationship with them. You're going to be hearing more about it. But if you've been in an elevator and you've seen the little... Uh, uh, you know, the little digital uh, display inside the elevator. Yes. Well, that's Captivate Network. They're uh, 2.3 million educated, uh, influenced, uh, excuse me, I'm sounding like a Miss uh, People going up
1: and down in elevators.
2: Yeah, that's right. We'll be back Ray- with more on the Advertising Show in just a minute. <laughs> Stay with
1: us.
0: Make your advertising dollars work smarter. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth.
1: After all, it is a holiday weekend here, so you got to have a hot dog spot, a classic one here, with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth on the Advertising Show. We told you all about Bill, and now we've got him here on the show. Bill, welcome to the Advertising Show. It's great to have you here.
5: Thanks, guys. It's, uh, it's great to be here as well.
2: Yeah, and, uh, you know, Ray, Ray mentioned your background. He did not mention that uh, that after being promoted to chairman, in addition to your role, uh, Bill, as chief creative officer, you follow in the footsteps of other notable BBD creatives like Ted San and of course the legendary Phil Dusenberry, I'm curious, Bill, feeling any pressure? <laughs> just, just a touch. Huh? <laughs> uh,
5: just a touch. The, uh, the yeah the the, the, the agency is a, it's a it's a different place than um, than when when uh, when when those two gentlemen um, were, were doing the job.
2: Yeah, it's it, your your job, uh, and certainly the the role of uh, of uh, chairman. I would imagine not that your your CCO position has changed much. I would imagine it's tr- pretty much uh, the same. But picking up the the chairman responsibilities has that moved you away from uh, as much uh, creative involvement as you once had?
5: Um, no, not not actually. Just it's just uh, it's just ex- exerting different muscles, um, and 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 it and it was the case from. As you, as you just go through the through the different stages, so you know I'm, I'm a writer. I'm a writer at heart, and uh, and and then you, and then you become uh, you know a creative director, and, and then suddenly you're, you're found to be responsible and 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 having your job uh, be responsible to to really facilitate and help other people um, ha- have their ideas come to life uh, in, in a really dramatic way, and then and then you move up to a, another level, and as chief creative officer. Um, you know, I partner with David Lubars, who's the chief creative officer of uh, BBDO North America, and and together it's a huge New York office that uh, that we try and and, and manage and, and really just you know make the work as as uh, as good as it possibly can be. The chairman job is is you know is again different because you get into management and and, and things of of personnel natures and office management and. Just different things, but uh, you know, first and foremost, it's always uh, it's always the work that uh, that drives everything.
2: Yeah, and you mentioned David Lubars, a, a former guest here on the advertising show. Great, great person. I'm sure uh, to work hand in hand with his responsibilities are more on a, a global level, and yours is, is more uh, local to the New York office. Is that correct? Well,
5: yeah, he, he he's a he. Is the, the chairman and creative officer of BBDO um, North America, which does have impact um, with other offices. You know, we have uh, we have offices in uh, you know 77 countries, and so we're we're all, all over the place. And, and depending on the client and, and the network, because um, it, it, it's 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 cool, but but uh, odd. But the BBDO network actually um, does work. It actually is a network, so we tap into different resources. So he, he does that quite a bit, and and together we. We, you know, New York being the the, the the hub, so to speak, of the network, um, everything kind of comes through there um, as far as certain pieces of business go, so, um, but it's been, uh, since he's arrived, it's been a great partnership, and um, it's, you know, we just we just kind of do the dance together, and, uh, you know, I'll pick up some things, he'll pick up other things, and, and together we'll do other things, so it's worked out, it's worked out quite well.
2: Well, you know, you talk about the uh, the network. Uh, BBDO, is, of course, is a global network with upwards of uh, 280 offices in 75 countries. I'm curious, Bill, bring us up to date on, on global marketing strategy, if you will. How often today can a campaign translate across multiple uh, cultures or, or nations, for that matter?
5: You know, it just depends. A lot of it depends on... Um First and foremost, the, the, the brand and, and where, where its life cycle is in, in a different region. So, you know, um, in the U.S., it, it, it may be a, a more mature brand, but but somewhere um, in Europe or or in Asia, it may be you know uh, unknown. So, so sometimes it's, it's 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 a little bit more difficult to have a, a direct translation uh, of that work. Um, so, it, it, there's there's a lot of kind of moving pieces um, that that we have to that we have to take into account. Um, you know, as you approach, as you approach, you know what that brand um, is to mean um, in, in different parts of the country. You know, when it's a, you know, certainly when it's more of a mature brand, um, then then we, you know, we, we can pull, um, you know, uh, smart people into a room and, and, and walk out of that room with something that um, is really a cohesive thought that that you know will in fact translate to to, to a global market.
2: Well, has the has the rise of the uh, euro and greater ease of communication between European countries influenced strategy at all when it comes to to foreign campaigns? Is there a bit of a a view of uh, Europe being seen more uh, as one market as opposed to a, a variety of nations?
5: Well, fr- from here it may may appear so, but but if you go over there, it's quite different. Yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah. the, the the individuality of, of the different countries are are are, are you know very very pronounced to, to to those to those who live in in, in those regions but um, but but certainly the, the the one the one place that's just exploding is, is you know just China and, and, and all of Asia just seems like it's just you know growing exponentially
2: right and certainly with the uh, Olympics coming up well I'll tell you the timing on that couldn't have been couldn't have been better let's talk a little bit about your background real quick you, as Ray was reading your bio you you began your career uh, working at Ford uh, uh, working on the Ford account, I should say, at JWT, and later Dodge uh, at BBDO Detroit. Uh, looking back, Bill, was working on automotive, automotive accounts good training for you, what you would eventually come to do at BBDO New York?
5: Well, I think so. I mean, my first day, I, I didn't realize at that time, I just wanted a, I wanted a job. I had a lot of student loans, and I, I needed a <laughs> job. So um, in the beginning, I, um, my first five interviews, I was, uh, I, I was an art director. My father was an illustrator, I thought you know and, and I had uh, that that was one of one of the passions I had so so i every time I went on an interview in Detroit, I was asked who who wrote this or who did who wrote this headline copy and and I took it to be that that the art direction was so poor that they had to divert the conversation um till the till finally uh one of the creative directors said, you know you're just a writer, you should just be a writer so uh I changed my resume, uh, sent a telegram to JWT and said, um, if you don't hire me, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and the next day I had an interview, and the day after that I had a job. <laughs> so that's kind of how uh, that, that progressed. My first day on the job, it was for um, the Ford dealer group. Uh, so it was car dealer advertising, and they told me I'd have two radio spots done in, in a, an hour and a half. So those time pressures were actually really valuable um, in terms of just kind of getting to the crux of what had to be done, what what's what's what do we need to say? What's a really compelling way to say it and and get to work? So um, it, it wasn't it wasn't a place that I wanted to be at a long uh, time, but um, in, in the end it was it was really valuable um, with some of the some of the skills that uh,
1: that that I got that, along the way.
2: Sounds like great training ground, Ray. What do we have? A couple minutes left?
1: Actually, we've got uh, a little bit less than a, about a minute left. So let's take a break here on the advertising okay. show with Rachel and Brad Forsyth. Our special guest is uh, Bill Bruce, uh, Chairman and C- Chief Creative Officer, BBDO New York. Is the place we gotta we gotta ask Bill if he got Phil's uh, parking spot? If you know this what I'm there. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll do that in just a few moments on the advertising show with much more to come. A couple of more segments with Bill. And a little bit later on this hour, Patrick Meyer as well. It's The Advertising Show, show theadvertisingshow.com, being powered by Shipple.com, with a really cool marketing program called Tendency, an opportunity to really touch your clients with great stuff. So check it out. It's S-C-H-I-P-U-L.com. Ed Shipple and his uh, team do a great job here in our uh, Houston market. Back with uh, more of The Advertising Show in just a moment.
3: To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit iwantmedia.com.
0: Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show.
2: You're like no other babe ever born.
5: You're fabulous, babe.
2: You know how to reach out and show your love, babe. You're,
1: fabulous, babe.
2: You're one of the boys, but you are really.
1: Ah, the 70s forgettable kind of no not really bill bruce is with us ray shillings and brad forsyth here on the advertising show so let's get the answer to that did you get dusenberry's parking spot or what i did not
2: okay Uh, well in new york he got uh, dusenberry's seat on the train if he's uh, (laughs) knowing you bill you probably live in manhattan there huh no i'm
5: actually out in connecticut so you're in um, connecticut uh, yeah I'm, i'm a commuter
2: yeah, well, like I said, uh, seat on the train. Of T- course, right. I think it was in Manhattan. But we don't want to. We'll give. Uh, we'll post Bill's uh, cell phone and home address uh, after the show on our Wonderful. website. Uh, yeah, and by the way, we just got this email in from Miss uh, USA South America. She mentions that she's going to be voting for Osama if he makes it on the. Uh, did I say South America? Yeah, it's supposed to be South Carolina. Man, I tell you, it, it's bleeding over to me. Uh, uh, yeah, South oh, Carolina. Anyway. Uh, Kind of ruined the joke there. Good. Yes. No. Not good. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's uh, get geared up a little bit and get into your head for a, a bit, Bill. Uh, you know, uh, the agency business. I think it's fair to say that it's changed considerably over the past 10 years. Uh, I'm curious. Are there any uh, one or two differences that you can uh, cite that are just hugely different in the way ad agencies operate today?
5: i mean i think i think uh ho- hopefully smarter and 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 uh you know just just um with a with a more open mind in terms of you know with the with the way that the media obviously has changed um that that it's it's no longer um walking in to s- solve a problem by saying um you know what television are we going to create uh or print or radio so so those those three media have you know obviously just um subdivided exponentially um so um no longer can you just uh grab somebody's attention and and take it from them you have to earn it so um what what we're really trying to do is is create um content that 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 is so compelling that that it's sought out um and 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 that and that's that's the that's really the, the sweet spot um trying trying to Bring a message across that doesn't feel like a like a, an ad message that uh, is compelling and and, and engaging and um, that people actually want to want to pay attention and spend time with. So you know, that that to me is is the biggest shift.
2: And I think that's a uh, you know I think there's some good things that come from that. And of course you're talking a lot about the different uh, different ways to, to reach uh, the consumer today and the less traditional ways. And uh, I'm I'm curious. You know, uh, it's been said. Well, we all know about the C- the CMO and the, the the less than two year average of CMOs today and their job and the pressure of Wall Street uh, upon corporate America. And you know, you've been in the doing uh, in the creative field for a long, long time. And uh, do you feel more pressure for your campaigns to perform today for clients than say as recent as six, seven, eight years ago?
5: and I don't know if if, uh, this this opinion is an anomaly but but for for me I've always paid attention to how the client's business is doing because inevitably if it's down um, who's ever in the seat will start to point to what the problem is Um, and again inevitably the finger will somehow be pointed uh, square at you so so when when a, a certain business client's business is not doing well. We start to to try and be proactive um, in, in, in trying to figure out what we can bring, and not just what's asked for. Um, so th- that that's that's something that, um, that, that that's you know to me always been there, um, and it, and it's really important to, to do that. But um, as you noted, it's it's um, it, it, it's it's more it's, it's more important now than, than, than it ever has been.
2: You know, you, you mentioned television and for many, many years, BBDO was known for being a top-notch producer of, of TV for your clients. And although, you know, I know you're wanting to be known for other work these days, you meaning BBDO. Let's, let's stay with the TV uh... medium for a moment the dvr has had serious impact on the effectiveness of television ads and today we hear so much about what's the what's called the dvr buster ads specifically designed to overcome viewer avoidance via the dvr first off your thoughts on the challenges of uh... uh of the you know breaking through the dvr's ability to zap tv spots
5: well part of it to me is uh, the, the dvr um, phenomenon is, is, is a bit exaggerated um... But there are bigger problems to me than even that and that's and that's the remote um and 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 120 channels and short attention span and and a laptop on your uh in front of you and a cell phone in your ear Th- there's just a, a whole plethora of media that that um people are exposed to uh, at one given time so so the, the fact that somebody could skip past um your tv spot and it, that that that, that that's not the, the biggest worry. The biggest worry is that you won't. You, you, they can zap you in, in a number of different ways. So again, it's trying to do something in a way that's um, it's it's going to stop people. And and um and and we've done we've done work for different clients that that play off of uh, the the the, the DVR phenomenon for um, for G E. For instance, we did uh, a one second theater. Um, uh, piece that that we embedded you know 30 frames at the end of a spot that just fluttered but when you go through and could go on each frame it told uh, a more complete story um, based on the spot that you watched in and something about um, the product or service that that we were talking about there so so while it it can be seen as a you know something to be to be scared of we, we've tried to embrace it and say okay so so you have this technology let's let you have some fun with it as opposed to using it to just kind of
1: pass us by well said and uh, put the fire drill out folks <laughs> that's what he's saying is true it's uh, bill bruce here on the advertising show with ray Shellens and brad Forsyth. bill is chairman and chief creative officer at bbd on new york we've got more with bill in our next segment we'll do that next
3: How can 18 different companies all sell the exact same thing known as water? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most thought-provoking, groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. Your job demands you not only have good ideas, but great ideas. And those great ideas have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com. Com. How can you get someone's attention if you don't have $10 million in a celebrity endorsement? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most innovative and groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. The next big idea demands out-of-the-box thinking. Start your search for greatness in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com.
0: Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show.
1: Burgess is a darn good battery. In my hand, I have a Burgess battery, the darn good battery, and that other battery. Now, tell me what I am doing.
6: You just
1: dropped the other battery. It's a classic uh, Chuck Blore spot on the advertising show. Ray Shillens, Brad Forsythe. And Bill Bruce out of uh, Connecticut this weekend. Actually, uh, Chief Creative Officer and Chairman of BBDO New York. Bill, it is good to have you on the advertising show. Welcome back. Thank you very much.
2: Good to be here. Well, we're honored to have you, Bill. Uh, we've had other guests on from uh, BBDO, and and certainly uh, always uh, great to have you on. By the way, uh, Roy Elvo uh, I don't know what his title is there at BBDO, but my God, I'd tell you if uh, <laughs> if all the publicists and PR folks that we ever worked with were a third as good of Roy, as Roy, our life would be a lot easier here. And just hats off to to Roy and appreciation for all that he does and and helping us uh, have you on today, Bill. Yeah, Roy's fantastic,
5: um, and, and 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 it's not uncommon to get a, uh, an email from Roy at uh, uh, you know 4:12 a.m.
2: Well, I I have su- just mentioned that today I sent something uh, late one night and he sent back and later and is like go to bed, Roy, what well, for God's <laughs> sakes, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, he's a great guy and plus uh, he has tickets to the Yankees, so I got to stay so on his good side.
5: that shout-out gets you box
2: seats, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let's uh let's talk a little bit about uh 2007 and the ad agency business. What give us a little insight into the day in life of Bill Bruce. What Pick a day over the last few weeks, and uh, not a—I know that probably any, no two days are alike. But give us uh, an idea of what your day was like, and just kind of run through it for us, if you would.
5: Um, I'll do today because it's it's fresh. No, I'll do uh, last week. <laughs> it was uh, uh, there was a, a meeting. Um, uh, I only say that because the, the, the weekends continue to to you know propagate the work so uh I understand. but last week you know get you, uh, up at um 4:30 uh, um into the city for for a, a, an early meeting and then a new business uh a new business meeting that went from you know 8:30 to 10 uh 10:15 um you know more 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 meetings on on various other clients looking at work looking at cuts um you know lunch lunch uh, probably 15 minutes at the desk um more, more presentations, people waiting outside, um, just kind of juggling um, the, the the various um, pieces of business that we have, and trying to trying to stay on top of certain things, and 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 you know get 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 the work through, um, and and help out in any way that I can.
2: Hmm. And what what time did your day end uh, that particular day?
5: That that was probably after nine at some point, but mm-hmm. that was I, I only brought that one up because. I, again, that, that stuck in my head because it was uh, it was a particularly grueling, um, a particularly grueling day.
2: Yeah, and I'm it's sure fun. you know. Fun. Not, t- I'm sorry.
5: It's still fun though.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure you say grueling. I'm sure that's not too far off from most days, other than getting up at four a.m. You know, we're we're always looking for scoops here on the advertising show. Is there anything exciting going on at BBDO other than the new business uh, that you were working on last week that you can tell us about?
5: Um, no.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> i mean yes there are but but no, not 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 at this moment but there's a, nothing there's, you
2: could tell yeah
5: exactly yeah um, <laughs> no. but but there's a lot of there's a lot of good there's a lot of good energy at, at the place and um and and it's and it's a good time it's a good time to be to be there um so uh so that that's why as i said it was a, it was a long day but but it's still a lot of fun because pe- people come energized and um and and, and for, for the most part you know people are happy to be there and and uh, and, and, and really engaged and
1: excited. So, Bill, it, it sounds, sounds like you finally, uh, not finally, but actually found something you really love to do. You've been doing it for quite a while and are quite successful at it as well. We uh, wish you continued success, and uh, go create more great stuff, okay, because we're hungry for it there, okay? Thank you, guys. Thanks for the invite. You got it. Thanks, Bill Thanks, Bruce, man. Chairman, uh, Chief Creative Officer, at BBDO New York. We've got more on the advertising show, and we'll have that next for you.
0: You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillens and Brad Forsyth.
3: I love basco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate flavored basco is mighty good for me.
1: Mama thanks for making The Advertising Show part of your weekend. Ray Shillens, Brad Forsyth here, and thanks to Bill Bruce, Chairman and Chief Creative Officer at BBDO New York, living in uh, Connecticut and uh, talking to us uh, from his home there this weekend on the advertising show earlier in the show before we brought bill on we had an opportunity to talk a little bit about a brand new uh, a partner in the in this endeavor we call the advertising show and it's captivate what a great name uh, and, and Brad you started to talk a little bit about that but tell me more
2: well thanks i uh, yeah they're a great company it's uh, you know they have a uh, what's called the captivate office tower network and if you've been in a high rise in any in most major markets you 've probably seen the the small screen there on the wall and uh if you're like me and most people and 88% of it. of others uh captivate viewers you you watch the screen because it's either that or what watch your toes. But uh you know they have they've got a great we had the CEO uh Mike DeFranza on the show many many months ago and through right. that relationship we were able to uh speak uh for a long time afterwards with uh Sherry Gilcrest, uh, Vice President of Marketing and Programming with uh, Captivate and work a relationship up to where uh we're going to be working together going Forward, you're going to hear more about their company uh-huh. and what they're all about here on the Advertising Show, and you're going to see messaging uh, on behalf of the Advertising Show through uh, the Captivate Network. So if you're you're new to the show, uh, and you uh, and you will be new in the future because I'm sure th- there will be new listeners and new uh, visitors to our site as a result of our relationship uh, with Captivate. And if uh, if you're new to the show, we we are excited about. Uh, uh, having Captivate aboard, and if you're not new to the show, we're still excited about having sure. Captivate aboard. Yeah.
1: Now, what they need to do is they need to put together an ad that runs there uh, on the screen that is like a shot from the top of the elevator with well, overlooking all the people's heads,
2: <laughs> looking at their
1: feet, and people go, what? What? Is that me? Is
2: this? Yeah. Is yeah. this live?
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. Anyway. Anyway, so it should
2: be a great relationship. We're going to be talking Eleven. more about it going forward. Yeah.
1: Patrick Meyer is with us on the advertising show, and we'll do that right now.
3: Welcome to Understanding the Future Now. It's the Marketing Insider, featuring Patrick Meyer.
6: Today I'm going to talk to you about something that came out of a young DJ in London a couple years before we started our company. He said, It's just not with it. It's just not now. A brand has to be now. So my business partner and I took that idea, planted it back of our minds. And continue to listen for now as a proposition or as a desired trait in a brand. About a year ago, we did a CMO summit where the top brand CMOs talked about where were their brands, brand vitality, challenges, brand innovation, etc. We served up the idea of now. and They're all about, it's about now, not trendy. It's about being now, being recommended by consumers to their friends. It's about being now and delivering today's benefits and setting up for tomorrow. It's about innovation now and tomorrow. And most importantly, it's about business performance now. Intrigued with that premise, we recently did a survey called the Now Not Now survey of top brands with people 18 to 35 across the U.S. The findings I think you'll find of interest. The number one now brand, Google. Number two, Apple iPod. Number three, Target. Number four, Coca-Cola, the brand. Number five, Tebow. Number six, eBay. Number seven, Starbucks. Number eight, Best Buy. Number nine, Sony. And number 10, Subway. These are brands that the consumers said they would recommend to friends that fit their lifestyle today or people like them. We also had a measure, which was brand momentum. Number one on momentum going up, iPod. Number two, Google. Number three, TiVo. Number four, eBay. Number five, Target. Also coming up quick, XM and Sirius Radio, satellite radio. My point, my friends, is that brands are dynamic. They have energy and they have momentum. I'm Patrick Meyer, and remember, the marketing revolution is now.
3: You've been listening to The Marketing Insider, heard every week here on The Advertising Show. Join us next week for more insight into the future of marketing. It's Ray Shillings
1: along with Brad Forsyth here on The Advertising Show. And uh, thanks again to Bill Bruce, Chairman and Chief Creative Officer, BBDO New York, looking ahead we need to we actually need to call him and ask him and we'll do that uh, throughout that? the week here to find out the correct pronunciation of Ron's name. Last yes. last name. It's mm-hmm. R E N T E L. I'm saying Rentel and you're saying Ron Rental. Right.
2: Uh,
1: in which case he's in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> Karma Queen's Geek Gods and Entrepreneurs. Right. Is the is his book So Ron Rentel, Ron Rentel or Ron, Ron Rental?
2: We're not sure. This is the Ron Rental show.
1: Ron Rental. Ron Rental. I don't own a thing. I rent it. (laughs) Yes, true. Would you like to rent something from me? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so we'll find out.
2: 50 50 on rental.
1: We have his home phone here. We ought to call him. Nah, we'll wait. That's fine. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, the BBDO guy, Bill Bruce, uh, was obviously in automotive and and such. And talk Mm -hmm. about a changing landscape for advertising. Um, Billboards uh, put new cars in gamers' sites, changing billboards, that is. Mm -hmm. A sleek, uh, shiny car screeches through the turn and a popular need for speed car button video game. And there in front of you is a gigantic Pontiac billboard. Uh, two months later, you're around the corner again, you see another ad pointing out the features of a different car. This one surprises you. The model that's advertising did not exist when you bought the video game. Hmm. Is that cool? It yeah. says uh, video game advertising is increasingly live and interactive. Now ads change as new car models hit the market, and as we well know, uh, uh, agencies and clients are putting, you know, bukus of bucks in, in, in this mm-hmm. thing. And they're looking basically, if automakers want to reach men ages 18 to 34, they need to be in games, according to uh, Jeff Bell, a corporate vice president for global marketing at Games for Windows. Young men spend the largest share of their free time gaming, and the vast majority own and play video games, he said. And the 18 to 34 year olds, obviously drive, and they probably mm-hmm. drive cool cars and such. So, it's
2: kind of neat. You know, you mentioned Jeff Bell, formerly with Chrysler Jeep and former guest here on the advertising oh, that's show, right. now works with Microsoft, as I recall.
1: Well, he got a gig, yeah. It, yeah. It, it doesn't pay as good, but uh, huh. he gets a free lunch,
2: you know? And stock.
1: and <laughs> yeah, stock. is like, hey, yeah. go to work for Microsoft? Yeah, yeah maybe so. Yeah, it's a good idea. So that's right. I forgot about Jeff. Uh, anyway, that's kind of a cool idea, huh? With, with yeah, the, with very the cool. The ads in the uh, in the gamings.
2: Uh, very cool. Uh,
1: anyway, uh, what are you doing next weekend?
2: Are you? I'm going to be checking with Ron Rental. Ron Rental.
1: Ron Rental here. You need a car today? Come get it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we'll figure out his name when we have him on the show. Okay. But we yeah. do look forward to seeing the author of uh, Karma Queens, Geek Gods, and Entrepreneurs on The Advertising Show, which is being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. You can visit them online at adage.com. We hope you tell your friends about The Advertising Show and get them to visit often here at theadvertisingshow.com as well with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. The Advertising Show. It's a big radio midgets production.